Hey friends, we got another great episode of the podcast for you. We are loving this re-series, loving your feedback. And isn't it good to just have a change in the summer? It's such a good change of that rhythm and pace and routine, but we got news for you. The fall is coming. And one thing that we want to remind you of here today before we share another big announcement is that we are a coaching organization. What does that mean? We call ourselves mountain guides for the leadership journey. Leadership is challenging, and yet we help leaders to clarify. What are those obstacles that stand in the way? And by the way, spoiler alert, we all have obstacles. How do we get over those obstacles? And then what are the opportunities on the other side of that? And while I started as the only coach uh, several years ago, we now have an incredible coaching team and coaching network uh, of about 20 coaches and growing. And our director of coaching and alignment, Matt Game, is here with us to share an exciting announcement. Matt, what do you got for us? Hey, Alan, thanks for having me today. Um, we wanted to put the word out um, to our community that listens to our podcast and follows what we do that we are looking for you. And here's what I mean by that. Day force, uh, twice a year, we open up the application process or we begin the application process looking for new coaches for day four. Individuals who are interested in serving the kingdom, serving kingdom-minded leaders, interested in, in being a part of what's next in someone else's life. And so um, for many people that I've run into, that bump into, they say that I'm already coaching people and supporting people. That's awesome. Uh, there's no experience needed to be a Stay Force coach. In fact, we've created a training process to help you learn the art science of coaching Stay Force way. And so right now we've opened the application process. We've got a couple of weeks left. And uh, if, if that just hits a nerve, if that resonates with you that, man, I, I like to coach people. I love to help people. I love to be part of what's next in someone else's life. We're looking for you. And so the process is really simple and easy. It's send an email to hello at stayforth.com. Again, that's hello at stayforth.com. Let us know your interest in becoming a Stay Forth coach. And we have an application process which we'll lay out for you and probably connect you, have a conversation and just see what we can do to support you. Here's what's cool, Alan. I'm going to say this finally, is that the training that we provide for a Stay Forth coach, there's no strings attached. And so you may be a leader and have a team of people and you just want to become a better leader, a better coach for your team. Uh, it's definitely something you're going to want to participate in and be a part of. We're going to do, we're going to do some great, great training and teaching around coaching. That's such a good That's reminder because most times, you know, Matt, like you're saying, we think, oh, here's what I'm not. I'm not certified. I haven't been through this process before. Maybe you haven't tried coaching, but there's this desire in you to be more coach-like, to develop your team more. And as Matt said, we are a generous organization. There are no strings attached with this. The discernment process actually comes after the whole coaching training process. We are huge on training upfront, not only in our process and our philosophy, but also in really valuable coaching tools that you, you can invest into your own leadership, your team and your organization. But then afterwards we go through the discernment process. And if you are part of our stay forth network, then you are connected to our tools, to our ongoing training that Matt leads over and our other coaches speak into. And we are a learning organization. We're going to stay sharp. We're going to continue to adapt. And we know guys that leadership is challenging. We just want to remind you, 
Don't do it alone. It matters too much to be able to live and lead as God has designed you. It is possible to live and lead right side up in this upside down world. We see it every day and we are continuing to help leaders to clarify the obstacles and their next steps. Your next right step may be to either apply yourself by emailing hello at stayforth.com. That's hello at stayforth.com. Or go ahead and send this to a friend, affirm them and say, we think you would be a great coach and we want you to go ahead and apply. Matt, thanks for what you do. Coaches, if you are listening, thank you for how you serve leaders out there. We're excited to continue to serve more and more leaders this fall as leadership cranks up, as momentum is back in this post-COVID season. Let's get as healthy as we can so we can see long-term sustainable impact. And now, on to the podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to the Right Setup Leadership Podcast. Wherever you are today, whatever you're going after, wherever you find yourself taking in this guided series, re, you've guessed it, we're looking at another word today. This one, I'm really excited about. Alan, we're going to redefine some things today. And really, this one is very relevant to where we are right now, personally, professionally, as an organization. I want to go straight to the topic because it matters and there's a big difference we're talking about going fast, but not rushing. And that may seem weird to a lot of people interesting, you know, listening right now and very confusing. But what are we talking about? Well, let's first name right where we're at in the course of the year. You are in this in between. You've hopefully had a great summer. You're feeling pretty rested. You've at least gotten outside and had a little bit of fun. You've had some family time. And I know maybe family vacations, you need a vacation from vacation. It's not the most relaxing thing. Like I, I get it. And I live that. But our brains really start to crank up in August as our kids are heading back to school, as, you know, the, the rush of the fall is kind of, you know, that looming thing. And we can make some really bad decisions right now. We can make okay. decisions to move from, you know, not moving super hard, which is good. We, we hope you rested well to, oh, no, kind of the anxiety kicks in. I haven't done enough and I'm not going to be able to catch up. And that's really how I used to enter each fall, unfortunately. And I really had to curb that. And I think the gateway to that is, is a lot of redefining work. But we have to place ourselves uh, in time. And again, we use this, this phrase a lot at Stay Forth. You can't make progress until you make sense. So I encourage you to actually take a look back at your summer and to say, that's where I've come from. Even in the context of the last few years where we've come from, where am I right now? And summer is sort of this magical escape in some ways. And unfortunately we can escape without engaging in, in the summers. And we just want to make sure that we're not trying to say that these leadership solutions are easy. Many of them are simple and hard. We're bringing you in the re-series. We're not doing these to be pithy or to be cute. We really do believe that if you don't deal with this stuff, it's going to creep back up on you. And maybe it's going to be mid-September or maybe it's going to be two years from now. But these are the kind of things you need to pause and you need to take a look 
and do some redefining work. So this is, this was a really close one to my heart, Jonathan, as I'm helping every single yeah. one of our coaching clients, business, nonprofit, and church leaders to prepare, redefine, and get ready for the fall because wise leaders utilize rest and utilize momentum. We have to know the difference between both and how to switch off between both. And it's, it's definitely a tension and it's, and it's strange to think like, well, fast feels rushed, but it's really not if you think about it. And I love definitions and I love particular ones are just great. And for me, if we're redefining going fast and not rushing, well, what is the definition of rush? And I love this one because it, it brings about a host of emotions and it actually made me check up, but it's quite simple. It's a flurry of hasty activity. And to me, that just screams reactive. It screams overwhelm. It screams just moving at a pace where you're just like, I don't like this. I just have to get this done. And you're just bouncing around from place to place to place. That's not fast. If you look at what fast is, think about a car, a race car. It's moving really, really, really fast, but it's proactive. They're planning. They're looking way ahead and they're able to move at a much faster pace. They're not just hastily reacting and responding to what's going on. So that's how I was able to separate the two. And I hope that makes some sense Mm -hmm. for you guys. So what's the question we want to leave them with, Alan? Yeah, it's so helpful. Before I bring the question, I'm just, I'm smiling. I'm thinking of an analogy and I'm thinking of maybe 12 to 15 decisions we've made at Stay Forth. And here's the question that we ask is, is this appropriately moving fast or is this inappropriately moving and being rushed? And again, those things, that flurry that you talk about from that definition is so fitting because if it's reactive, maybe we're doing it out of insecurity. I have to do more things. We've had a couple things over the years that we've just kind of thrown out there. And I wish we would do them, would have done them differently. But there are times when you say the fall, the fall moves quicker in September than July does, period. You can get things off the ground. Again, wise leaders utilize rest and utilize momentum. When you rest well, you are ready to go. You think about an athlete that is slowing their body down so they can, you know, the day before race day so that they can go really fast and conserve their energy. And then uh, kind of the, the analogy would be, you could be rushed driving around town at 40 miles an hour because, you know, you're driving through this stoplight and you're five minutes late. And that's, that's a feeling. I get anxious just thinking about that, that feeling. However, I could be on the interstate at 75, let's be real, 80, and I could be behind the wheel driving through the desert of New Mexico, and I am feeling so at ease. Those are two different emotions. They don't have to do with the speed you're going, actually, but the rate by which you're processing that. Uh, It is very appropriate to go through the desert at 80 miles an hour. I'm not even going to get pulled over. But to go through the city, rushing through stoplights and backs, you know, backlights, because I'm five minutes late, that's a feeling of rush. We make poor decisions when we're rushed. So now that you've got a little more context in that analogy, and also in some of the decisions that we've made at Stay Forth in our decision-making process, I'm going to leave you with a simple but very hard question. Where are you rushing right now in your life or leadership? Where are you rushing right now in your life or leadership. Take a slow chance to evaluate that over the next few minutes and we'll catch you in a slow, steady way right up ahead.
Those are great analogies. And it brings us to another tension and a question to ask. And what we have to be aware of is this idea of slowing down to speed up. I think you have to get to a place to realize speed is not indicative of rushing um, or or state of movement. I mean, I, I think about it running. You talked about that a minute ago. There are times when I'll run a longer run when I know that I'm going to be out here for a longer period of time. And I will make an effort midway through my run when I know it's going to be tension, when I feel like I want to just go and push and become hasty to slow down, to slow my pace down, to let my mind and my body catch up to itself and then gradually speed up to push across the line so that I'm faster in the long haul, but I'm slower in the moment, right? I want to go farther. So I need to slow down and shift to a different gear now. So talk about that for a minute, moving fast, et cetera, Alan. I'm, this is really personal. So I'm speaking from experience, uh, literally last week for me. So I worked three days last week, and then I took four days away uh, with my extended family in the mountains for a family reunion. So for three days, I moved very fast. Now, I didn't overwork. I didn't work 12 or 14 hours a day, but I moved really fast because I only had those three days. And this is a really crucial time at Stay Forth. We're serving the most leaders we ever have with the most potential we've ever had going into a fall. Every day matters. However, I wrote down in my right side up journal what healthy decisions am I going to make this week, cut off work after Wednesday. So then I was sleeping in and getting cups of coffee and having fun together with the family and going to concerts in the mountains and all the things that we got to do last week. As I slowed down, I actually got great ideas. I got really crystallized thoughts about what we do at Stay Forth. So both were effective, but the reality is one of them was moving really fast in those three days, not rushing, but moving fast, hit a timeout. And I actually slowed down and that allowed me and therefore stay forth and our team to speed up because some of the ideas that I've got, some of the clarity that I found. And so we want to kind of twist your mind a little bit, this counterintuitive idea of slowing down in order to move faster. Yes, it is possible. In fact, the summer, I believe, allows us to be more effective in the fall if we've slowed down. So this is really not about efficiency. Right now, we want you to think about effectiveness. Jonathan, you talked about quality over quantity. We have this idea in our culture, this excess culture, like we're going to cram more in, more equals more. Well, more could equal more problems, could equal more tired, could equal more health issues years down the line. If you just try to cram with your life, more could equal more anxiety, more could equal more subpar work, We could keep going with this, but I think the point is made is that often what we need is just to be effective, a few good things versus to be efficient, just cram all the things I could do in the shortest amount of time. So with that kind of mind bending paradigm shift, I just want to leave you with this question for the next few minutes. Where do you need to slow down in order to move faster? What specific areas can you slow down in order to move faster. Reflect on that. We'll catch you up ahead.
Now, again, this may seem counterintuitive, but let me remind you, all of our content and all of our coaching at Stay Forth requires discernment. We can't discern what kind of season you are in right now, what kind of demands you have on your life. If you just had your first kid, then you need to slow down and be with your family. If you just launched some new product or idea, you may need to speed up for a season in order to make sure you're stewarding that opportunity. I don't know what kind of season you're in. I don't know what kind of thing you've been deeply called to or compelled by. I don't know what kind of resources you have at your disposal. I don't know what kind of time limits that you're working on right now. And I don't know what the father's spoken to you, but there are seasons to move faster. There are seasons to move slower. But what I've found is that slow can accidentally become an idol. Like any good thing or good principle, we can get used to moving slowly and make sure we have all of our ducks in a row. In fact, certain personality types I've noticed, they won't launch something until it's perfect. Now that's a very human thing, but certain people wrestle with that more than others. Here's the reality. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to spell a word wrong. You're going to have improper punctuation. Something's going to come out wrong like it does for us on every single podcast here. We're not going to clean up every single time we say a word wrong or whatever. You're not going to get it perfect. You are not a machine. And there are times when you need to go fast. This is like a Ricky Bobby moment, right? I want to go fast. But the reality is there are times we actually want to go slower, but this is a momentum opportunity. Let me remind you of this phrase, wise leaders, wise teams, wise organizations make wise use, use of rest and of momentum. To rest in the fall when there is great opportunities as a church, as a business, as a nonprofit may not be very wise. You're going to have to hear from God on that. And it's very, very important for us not to see speed as the issue, but again, rushed and this reactive nature, this anxious, let me just throw it together kind of thing, um, actually as the enemy here to, to distract from a lot of things that God wants to do. So just very simply, um, I want to say that there have been seasons, and this is one of them, that we believe God has invited us to go faster. We have the right team here. We're run, if we're running a relay, our team is in great shape together. We are communicating well. We're not going to get everything perfectly uh, but we are ready to run fast. We've prepared for that um, for several months. We've been talking about that and now it's time. And yet it doesn't feel rushed for us. And I just want to invite you to think that God could be quickening your speed and you could need to speed up in the season because there is an inordinate opportunity or an incredible opportunity ahead. So we want to leave you with one more mind bending question that you're going to need to discern your way through is where might you need to speed up right now? Where in your life or leadership might you need to speed up right now? Take some time to think through that. We'll catch up ahead.
Alan, you hit the nail on the head. You, you know, a lot of these questions are, are mind bending and they're thought provoking and it can be kind of uncomfortable, but we begin to grow when we are no longer in our comfort zones. Even if we just step outside of it a little bit and making these steps is going to require stepping outside of our comfort zone. And again, you're not going to be perfect at knowing when to speed up and when to slow down and when to go fast. And when am I rushed and all of those things, but you know enough to start. And the more you start and the more steps you take, the better you'll become at discerning. Okay. Now is when I can speed up. Now is when I should slow down. You know what? This seems rushed and reactive. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I need to change lanes. Maybe I need to involve my team. Maybe I need to find someone to lean on. Maybe I need to have a conversation with my spouse. You know, what's going on here? You'll become better at that. What we're talking about is sustainability, getting, gaining consistency to keep consistent momentum so that you can continue to lead well yourself, those you care for, for the long haul. So as we leave you at the end of the episode, go back to re-listen, sit with these questions and ponder your next right step. We'll see you next week for another episode of the new series.